KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. It's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Here we are, another day, another day of radio programming at the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. My name's Alon. And my name's Ara. Now I've been playing this game called Spent. And I've been watching you play it. It was at your very recommendation. This is true. Very minutes before the show, in fact. Exactly. It's actually still going on. I'm on day 19 of 30. These passed very quickly in video games. They do. Single, well, you know, one little question equals one whole day. If anyone wants to play this game, it's at playspent.org. Um... I guess it's a political commentary on, you know, the, the state of the world. What it seems to be is a commentary on just how hard it is to be poor. Yep. And this thing is, is a few weeks old. Um, there's been a lot of backlash about this game because people are, are basically complaining that, the, in short, the game is rigged for you to lose. <laughs> that's, that's what they're upset about? And, well, what else would they be upset about? Maybe about the point that it makes. Because uh, I don't think anybody plays this game looking really for entertainment. For no, no, no. I don't mean rigged in the sense of like they can't win or it's too hard. I mean rigged in the sense that the uh, so it's supposed to show you or give you an appreciation for how hard uh, life is if you have no money. But people say that it's rigged because it presents a very unrealistic situation of even if you were poor you the the myriad of horrendous things that happen to you successively day after day uh no one would ever expect their month to be that bad to put it in short um because i love spoilers do you want to play the last 10 days on the air let's do that Okay. Now, 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 thus far, right, you're a really bad driver in this game, apparently. Apparently. Um, I, now, I hope you weren't speaking about me. I'm a very good driver. You are. Normally, you are in real life. But yeah. apparently in this game, let's see what happened. Um, you, uh, somebody threw, like, some baseball into your car's window, right? That, no. So, no? What did you, they do? There was one where someone threw a, a block through my house window. Oh, that was and the you, house window. You I thought that was that the, for the car. car yeah. Oh, that was totally. But I bad. did. I did back into somebody in the parking lot. You backed into which you would never do in real life because have, you're not stupid. When I was 16, I did hit my friend's parents' parked car. 16. That's the mistake for a 16 year old. Yeah, and it was it was a little scrape. They just took a little turtle wax and some color, or whatever, and yeah. went right over it. No problem. Yeah. It wasn't like I rammed into it. What else happened? You got a speeding ticket, didn't you? I did get a speeding ticket. Yeah. But you I just I contested spe- it and won. Yes, true. But you don't speed in real life, so that would have never happened. I do not speed in real life. No matter how poor you are, you would have not gotten a speeding ticket. Absolutely. Apparently being poor also engenders just recklessness for no reason. But but one one point of being poor is to not look back. Don't look behind you. Only look forward. So in doing so, let's start at day nineteen. Okay. And play through the remainder of the Sure. Game. You also went shopping, right? And then you didn't buy anything because we couldn't. The, the game seemed to be broken on the per- but uh, by spending zero money, it didn't seem to have any negative effect on me. So how so, far through the month are you right now? Day nineteen. Day nineteen, and how much 30. how much cashola do you have? Two hundred nineteen dollars out right. of my original one thousand. All right, so we're gonna try. You spent. I lost my job in the first day, by the way. Yeah, because you talked to a uh, a union worker. Yes. Yeah, and and somehow this uh, your boss found out about it. Yes. 
and it's illegal to fire me, but he did anyway. Yeah. So starting at day 19, right. it's easy. It's easier to look for extra ways to make money if you have access to the web, but you don't have internet at home since you moved. What do you want to do? A, sign up for home internet for $60 a month. Get online. Uh, B, would be get online at the public library. That's what C, I would do. C, go without internet. I would totally go to the library. That's sure. what I did when I first moved here and I didn't have a place to live. Go to the library, the result of which is for you and millions of other Americans, public library internet access is a critical resource. Over 44% of people living below the poverty line visit the public library to get online sure. and read porn. Your landlord, day 20, your landlord found out that you have a pet and now you have to pay a $350 pet fee. What do you do? You didn't. You didn't know you had a pet, did you? I didn't. I only have two hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> and and you and you decided to buy a pet, which you didn't really decide. Yeah. But what I do find interesting about this game, just in a, the context of gameplay, is that I now have three options: pay the fee, ask a friend to take my pet, or take the pet to the animal shelter. Yeah. Um. But the one for taking. Asking a friend to take my pet is a Facebook answer. Yeah, we haven't figured out how these work. Well, because I'm refusing to log into Facebook right now. Right, so we just but, it just seems to skip them when you do that. Well, no, a pop-up would come up and ask me to sign in, I think. But then it would right. generate something. My, so it's, just, it's very interesting. Within the context of the game, if you want to choose a certain option, you have to express that in Facebook, which is a big advertising venue, right? So if people Indeed. play your game and then they post it on Facebook, that's great. So that's just that's interesting from gameplay or game development point of view. But anyway, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to pick uh, take my pet to the animal shelter, and I'm sure it's going to tell me something about death. That's what I would do because I wouldn't even want a pet in the first place. Oh, it gave me no negative effect. Day 21. Mm-hmm. You've got some bills to pay, but you can't cover them all. What do you want to do? Pay for gas for $100, pay electric for 125 or ask a friend to lend me money. That's the Facebook answer. Um, that's well, uh, that's it's pretty pricey. I don't even pay that much for the gas and the electric. I'm going to ask a friend, and it'll tell me to log into Facebook. And and I, I, where I, it would post the message, I can't pay all my bills this month, and I need to borrow $225. Can you help me out? <laughs> you uh, might find some checks in the mail from this in I'm, real life. I'm not going to post that on <laughs> Facebook right now. So next question, day 22. Your child is struggling with math and needs some help to get up to grade level. What Did you know you, you had a child? No. Yeah. Nor have I been feeding. Well, actually, no. Earlier they mentioned something about footwear for the child. That's so anyway, right. Do I hire a tutor for 50, 50 bucks, or let my child fail or ask a friend for help? What's funny is I don't have the option of training my child myself That's since right. I don't have a damn job. That's right. You must you you're you're too stupid to help your child yourself because you're poor and you don't have a job. Yeah. So I'm going to let him fail because after all, it's all about me. That's right. Like many Americans, you don't have high enough math skills to tutor your child. Oh, there you go. Guess they're on their own. I guess that explains why I can't train him. Uh, 23. A bunch of friends are going to a free concert tonight and you want to go, but you've got a kid to worry about. What do you want to do? Get a babysitter or stay home? Well, I don't want to go to concert because then I'm going to buy beer right. and get in another car. You, you've got no money, and bad things are bound to happen when you leave your house. Staying home would be the only responsible thing, so I've done that. Everyone needs a break sometimes, except not everyone can afford one. That's probably why stress levels are higher among low-wage workers. See the point it's making? Well, that's mm-hmm. true. I, I can accept that at face value. Day 24, a friend of a friend needs a place to stay. He's offered you $200 to camp out in your living room. What do you want to do? Say yes. Now, I'm guessing it's going to then tell me that the friend raped my child. But we'll <laughs> Probably. As Barbara Ehrenreich discovered in Nickel and Dimed, high costs are often force people to share housing. Well, that's good. I just made 200 bucks. And no ill effects, at least not immediately. Not so far. A family friend sends your child a card. Inside is $10. What do you want to do? Keep the 10 bucks? You need to manage your your household's finances, not your child. Yeah. 
Um, now, we also noticed earlier that if I needed extra money, I could smash my kid's piggy bank and yeah. get $15 from it. Yeah. So I'm going to give my child the $10 and take note. Apparently, your kid is better at saving money than you are. I'm going to see if the piggy bank now has $25 in it. What do you think? Because because you let him... Uh, I let him keep the 10 bucks. All right. Let's see. What does it have in it? Well, what do you think? Do you think that they they took... The developers said, oh, when that happens, we're going to add more it to the should. piggy bank? It should. Why not? That sounds it logical. makes perfect sense. No. No. No, not there. So he, he probably spent it on crack cocaine, I think. So that $15 just went away. Yeah. It's crack for the child. Day 26. Your bathroom sink used to have a small leak. It now has a big leak. You can't put it off any longer. What do you want to do? Now, wait a minute. You have an apartment, right? Yes. So isn't the uh, landlord obligated to take care of this? You would think so. I would think so. But no. No, you have to pay for it suddenly. Maybe because I sued him, he doesn't want to help. <sighs> yeah, it's possible. Right. So, oh, I do have a, an option to pay my friend back the $225 that I borrowed from him, by the way. Yeah. That appeared. Anyway, uh, what do I want to do? Call a plumber for 150 bucks, or try to fix it myself? Try to fix it myself, clearly. That's what I would do. Home improvement is cheaper when you do it yourself, but not free. Supplies still put you out 50 bucks. Easy, no problem. We're almost there, dude. Day 27. Yeah. A little exercise goes a long way, both for keeping you healthy and relieving stress. You need to start a regular fitness regimen. What do you want to do? With three days left in the game, you need to really get fit. Yeah. Ask a friend to be your running buddy or join a gym for 25 bucks. Now, you don't have an option to exercise for free, it seems. I don't have an option to run by myself. I must have a running buddy. So I'm going to ask him to be my running buddy and not pay attention to the pop-up window for Facebook. Uh, your roommate may have given you another $200, but he brought a whole lot of problems. There it is. Ah, staying the chickens are coming night. home to roost. Yep, he's been staying up all night and partying in the house, and he's not about to move out. What do you want to do? Ask your landlord to evict him or deal with it. Well, now, if you talk to the landlord, he's going to tell you that you've been illegally subletting your residence. I, I would bet so. That's so, going to be bad news. I don't want to see that result. I want to keep my money, so I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, after all, there's only a few more days left. You could punch him in the face. Yeah. Many people are forced into complicated living situations like yours simply because they can't afford better options. There you go. There's a lot of people in Phoenix like that. People who convert garages to living rooms. Anyway, uh, you need to do laundry. This is day 29. You need to do laundry, but don't have a washer and dryer. What do you want to do? Go to the laundromat for 30 bucks? <laughs> Who spends $30 you, at the laundromat? You must have a lot of laundry. Or ask a friend. I'm going to take the ask a friend option like I have every single time now, it's been presented that, to me. Now, doesn't your, uh, your your location, I mean, everywhere where I've lived, um, there's laundry facilities. Yes, for less than $30 a pop. And also less than $30. Yeah. It's a lot of laundry. Day 30. Where did you get all these clothes, you poor person? Hey, day 30, I have $369 left, and I owe a friend $225. And I could still steal from my kid, $15. Bucks. Um, ooh, I could also get a payday loan for $50, but we know that's a bad idea. That's a very bad Your idea. Your stress level is through the roof these days. A friend who hears you venting offers you a cigarette to take the edge off. Mm. That'll, probably, up, it's, that, that'll it's, probably give you cancer immediately. Yeah. Uh, one option is to light up. It's just one. Or say no. I'm going to say no because I'm not much of a smoker. Yeah. Result. One of the main reasons people start smoking as adults is stress. There's a misconception that smoking relieves stress. So some people pick up the habit during difficult periods or life transitions. Um, so it looks like we got through it. Or crack, crack cocaine. Here it says, congratulations. You've made it to the end of the month. Your balance is $369 with an IOU and your rent's due again. What are you going to do next month? Now you see how people get to Urban Ministries of Durham. Here's how you can be a part of a better future. Donate to UMD. Get involved. Play again. 
So this is just like an advert game for the Urban Ministries of Durham. It sounds it sounds like it. Although at first, with a uh, with something called Urban Ministries, I thought it was just like a made up thing out of uh, Brazil or something. I thought it was some name for the game, but if it's real, I mean, th- this is actually a very interesting game to to generate donations to some place. Did you realize that that's what it was what it I was had, for? I had no idea. This no. is neat. I feel a little bit manipulated, frankly. <laughs> But do you feel better about it now? Well, I mean, clearly I wa- it's not a game to be a game. No, I mean, I wanted to show it to you to see what your your assessment of its shortcomings were. Because, right, the people the people who don't like this or, or were put off by it would, because, like, look, like, if this is supposed to be a simulation, right, like, it doesn't have to be a, incredibly realistic, but all kinds of things are forced upon you that you would never do. What's, what's interesting here is under the, for the button to donate to the UMD, it gives several options, like $2 buys a meal in the community cafe. It also points out $200 helps transition nine families from the shelter to their own homes. $200 did not help me keep a home for a month. Not at all. Anyway, that's the break. We'll be right back. Arizona's News Talk Leader. KFNX, AM 1100. And we are back. That's right, you're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. We're about a quarter through the program. And I'm glad that I am not poor. Me too. You know, one of the parts of this game said, you know, you could go take a class, some sort of uh, computer class yeah, or something. That will totally not help. <laughs> well, I mean... For it, like, two, what was it, like $200, you can take a class about using computers, and it's like, oh, you could get a better job. Yeah, it suggested it would be your ticket out of this poverty. So, yeah. so my recommendation to our listeners is to go to the website uat.edu, uh-huh. which is the website for the University of Advancing Technology, a spectacular sponsor of ours, where you could go to school and maybe use that as your gateway out of uh, the poorhouse. Very interesting. Right? And maybe into debt because you have to pay for college. But yeah. other than that, I totally send you rocketing towards a future of wealth in game development. You know what? You know what that game reminds me of? That spent game. Um, Zork. I'll, no, I'll just tell you. It reminds me of uh, some of those uh, like roguelike style games. Um, and the really obscure one comes to mind immediately. Um, there was a game called Fatal Labyrinth for the Genesis. And it's... Do you know what a roguelike is, Alan? I'm, I'm thinking MUDs. It's, it's basically... It basically is a label that is, is used to refer to a type of game where you're basically like crawling around in a randomly generated dungeon. Yeah, right? is it all built by ASCII characters? Well, I mean, the original was, right? But the term roguelike has come to mean um, basically... Any game of that type of class doesn't have to be with okay. one technology or another. Gotcha. And the funny thing about this game, Fatal Labyrinth, back in back in the days, um, Genesis, and there are other roguelikes that are kind of why would like you play this. a game that specifically says you're going somewhere fatal? Fatal Labyrinth, <laughs> you're the best. It's it's absolutely an honest uh, a word because uh, in that game. That the, the singular thing that destroyed that game, because everything about it was really, really compelling and beautiful, and it was a fantastic game, except for the fact... That it was on the Genesis. That, no, and that's not actually one of those. Except for the fact that there was 
so many bad things happening to you that were completely out of your control. In other words, a complete consequence of just random outcomes that it was just almost unplayable. It was like, no matter what you did, no matter how good you were, no matter how much you planned ahead, because there was a sufficient number of random bad outcomes, it's just play until bad things happen to you, right? Like, like here, here's, here's the main thing about it that was completely insane, right? There's, there's like all kinds of arrays of like items and potions and stuff in that game, right? And at first, it's like the, the, there's like a icon for everything, and then you don't know what it does until you consume it once, right? So like the green potion, you don't know what that does, but you consume it once, and then it turns into you, you into a leper, and you're like, oh, that's really bad. But well, you have to learn by experiment. Right, but man. but now I know. Okay, the green potion does something really bad, so I'm not going to take that anymore. Right, but one of the potions is something that if you take it, it randomizes all the other potions again. So nice. no matter what you do, invariably, right, because you can't just not use these potions. Right, you have to use them, and you can't know. Why, well, why not? Well, because then you won't have enough resources to do anything. Right. Okay. So so you have to use them. And at a random point, using them is going to completely reset everything you've learned about potions and jumble them up. That's hilarious. Right? And, and so, like, completely unavoidably, just bad things happen to you. That's what I call that game. Toe Jam and Roll is kind of like that. Did you, you know, know Toe Jam and Roll is a roguelike? Uh, I never played Toe Jam and Earl yeah, uh, for the Genesis. I it only is. played it. When it came out for whatever the most recent release was. Yeah, the Xbox one? The, yeah, the Xbox one. I didn't play the Xbox one that much, but it seemed like it was actually a very similar type of game, if I'm not mistaken. I, I couldn't compare. Right? Anyway. But I did know there were randomly generated areas in the original Toe Jam and Earl games. Right. Um, Shifter is suggesting that perhaps uh, we're discussing Rouge-like games. I can... In, in, the, in our you yeah. know, live I, chat there. I can pretty confidently say that rouge-like is not a video game term. No, it's yeah. not. But I mean, perhaps I am wearing a rouge shirt. Right? In, so. in the manner of speaking. I am rouge-like. <laughs> you may be, but I don't think there are any games that are rouge-like. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys want to join the chat, uh, you can do that at chatterboxgameshow.com. It's live like we are. Um, <clears throat> you told me to play this, what is it called, Hardcore oh, yeah. Rising? Okay, so I don't know why they're not actually making it or naming it as a Contra game. That makes no sense to me, but it's a Contra game, and it's called uh, Hardcore Uprising. Ah, see, I said Hardcore Rising. So Hardcore Uprising, yeah. Fresh Live Arcade. I, however, did not get the chance to actually you play totally this before play. coming into the show. I'm, I'm, I've, I've admonished you several times for this. It actually came out last week, and I was intending on playing it yes. last week before the show. And, and I'm very impressed by it. I had a very, very positive initial impressions there's a few things about it that i don't like um they're mostly idiosyncratic for example um but overall i mean like it's 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 pretty hot the, 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 i'll tell you two things i don't like about it one of them is um when you when you hit enemies like humans right when you kill them and, and this is just like a general like game design issue right like i've noticed uh actually as of late right like when you do something like like let's say kill a guy right not in real life. In video Kill a game. guy. When you, get, when you dispatch your enemy in a video game in whatever manner, right? Uh, especially if it's an action game, it feels really good to get some really, really poppy punctuated feedback, right? In other words, like for that thing to, like in... Um, like for him to make a noise? Well, well, the noise is, is part of it, right? But, you know, I'm just talking like graphically, on a purely graphical basis, right? Like, for example, in um, 
like I don't know uh, what's that game um, like Geometry Wars, right? You shoot the guys and they just they burst with this very very punctuated poppy burst, right? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So that that punctuation, right, or that poppiness is really really important to the feel of something, right? And the uh, the developer who made this game, right? This is Arc System Works. These are the people who made like the Guilty Gear series, right? So they're all about like all these crazy animations and stuff, right? And and in fact, like yeah, like the the characters in the game, like they really look like Guilty Gear characters that are shrunk down to smaller size. Um, and so the thing is, what I'm getting at here is that when you actually kill one of like let's see, like these infantry fodder soldiers that are running around, right? They kind of like they go through like this death animation, like the the moment that you know they're actually dead and like hitting them actually doesn't doesn't do anything anymore. Um, they they kind of just do this death animation, right? And they like animate for like say let's say about a second before they actually disappear off screen, right? And that that animation is not very poppy. It's it's completely the opposite of that, right? So it's not very satisfying to shoot these guys because you're shooting at them and then like you know in the beginning like your bullets are getting absorbed by them because you take a couple shots to kill and then your bullets go through them as they do their death animation. And like the death animation is a high quality animation, no doubt, right? But it's not like it just doesn't have that punctuation, you know? It just doesn't feel right to me do you think that audio could have taken care of that well it's part of it right but i mean i think especially for this kind of interaction like the visual is really really crucial so like i mean if i was making this game i wouldn't have done it that way i would have made it really poppy but that's just me i do didn't you... realize it was um it was two-dimensional i thought it would have 3d oh totally 2d right so this is beautiful i think it looks absolutely beautiful i think it plays real nice now the the, the it has a weird double jump which i don't like i noticed that and sort of a an air slide. Yeah, let me tell you about this double jump and why it's not it's not as good as just a regular jump, right? Because the way that they made it is that it's not like they made like the contra jump, like a regular jump, and then you can jump again. It's like they made your jump like Shorter. about sixty percent the height of the regular jump, and so if you want to jump over things, then well, when normally, you say regular, you mean another game. Well, like like a previous contra, for example, yeah. like not just a random game, right? But anyway, so what ends up happening is that if you want to jump over obstacles, you basically have to press the jump button twice, no matter what. And that's kind of weird and awkward. I'm not really sure why they decided to do that. Uh, well, there's jumping that happens that's not over obstacles, and I can, I can hazard a guess, right? So this is a Go game where there's lots of bullets guess. being thrown around, yeah. and so you want to have precise control over the height as you dodge a bullet. Well, it does give you an extra degree of control, but I don't think it gives you really as much, or it doesn't give you like I think enough extra control for what your sacrifice. Because what you have, you sacrifice for doing it is that almost every time I, I was jumping in the game, I felt like I had to be just double jumping, right? It's just like my regular jump just didn't have enough steam. I was like, why can't I just have enough steam in my regular jump and then just let me turn left and right whenever I want? Uh, I don't know, man. So, like, I, I'm picturing... A, how much did you play through? I just played the demo. The demo okay. that's up on XP. So probably the first first level or something. Yeah, I, the, I have a feeling the demo's the pretty game, long, actually. When there's... When there's bullets all over the screen, right? And you need to make sure that you jump over one, but not so high that you hit another. Maybe, maybe. I, I can picture that being important. Possibly. And uh, Contra, by the way, Although also I would has just, very generous I would just jumping. Run away. What's that? Contra always had very generous jumping. What do you mean by that? They let you jump far too high. Oh, game, right? oh! I never thought. And I thought I thought it was generous, but that was generous good, not generous far too high. Well, no, I mean. It's good, but and you get to control it in the air, back, yeah. left and right, yeah. left and right, Fantastic. over and over. Fantastic. Uh, Love it. This is 
Yeah, I mean, a double jump is no more realistic. Don't, don't love but, that. Oh, no, no. It's, 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 I mean, there's, yeah, there's no realistic arguments in this. It also, I can tell because they let you do the air slide, right? You can jump once and then slide forward or backwards. That's, that's another, like, dodging implementation. Yeah, it is. I so, have one more complaint. But you probably can't air slide after a double jump, I'm guessing. I'll tell you when we come back my other complaint. Is that right? Can you not air jump after a double jump? No idea. Probably not. All right. Great time. We'll grab that. It's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Woohoo! And we are back. So. Isn't it interesting when we I start talking about something that I'm really impressed with that I immediately launch into a, a, a battery of complaints? Yes. <laughs> but I'm used to it at this point. I don't even notice. Yeah. It just happens. I got to say that because most of the people who are listening who don't know me, they're like, he said he likes this game. Why is he complaining? That's yeah. what they're thinking. <laughs> well, um, I'm curious why you like it so much because... It, I was never like when I was a kid. I loved Contra because everyone yeah. loved Contra. I love but Contra. I don't have love an explanation it. for why. Why? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. It has. It's just a very well done action game in general, uh, especially Contra Three. I think that was the best one out of all of them. In my I'm opinion. really surprised that they would have hired another company to produce this game because it's always always been a Konami. Well, it's been a it's been a Konami game, right? But like the the people who made like the last Contra game. That came out, ooh, what was that, like, 04, 05, something like that, several years ago? Original PlayStation? Or, no. no. There was one on PlayStation 2. You know what? Contra has had a checkered past, because the very last one that came out before this one, and even though this one is supposed to be like a fake sequel, is um, that was developed by uh, a Japanese people, and it was there was some people in Konami, but it, I, I, I doubt it was the original, I don't think it was the original people. Who made the first few Contras? An interesting factoid is that some of the some of the people who worked on um, Contra Three are rumored to have been the people who ultimately formed Treasure. Oh, yeah. What? And Contra Three is but fantastic. They, but Treasure wasn't involved in this. This was that. No, no, not at all. But still, like you can you can sort of see that connection with all the Treasure games. Sort of, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Crazy but shooters. before that, there were there were a few around the PlayStation Two, PlayStation One area, especially, right? There were a few Contra games that Konami, for some reason, decided, hmm, let's uh, let's have this random developer called Appaloosa Interactive make these games. Those were just horrendous. You know, there was one I actually enjoyed. I, I think one for the PlayStation. But I still couldn't get past like the second level or something. Yeah. At least not easily enough to keep playing. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, those man, those uh, yeah, those Appaloosa ones, terrible, 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 terrible. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It's, Do you have a favorite? Contra Three. Contra Three is fantastic. I think that's the best one, bar none. Is that on Genesis? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Because there was one on Genesis as well. I think like the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. Yeah, Contra really Hardcore came out on Genesis. Okay. Right. That's where the name of this hardcore. That's where that came from. Oh, 
you're just guessing. No, well, I mean, I don't think it's just a coincidence. I mean, it is a coincidence too. I'm sure that they were aware that a previous game had a subtitle called Hardcore. Okay. Right. Right on. So my last complaint about this game, and this one, I, I don't even see these things. I don't understand why they did things in this way. So check this out, right? For all, for almost all the weapons in the game, right? You you can you hold down the button and it has like auto fire, right? Which is nice and convenient. Yeah. Right. You hold hold it down, it. shoot, right? But it auto fires at a rate just slower than the rate you can fire if you did this. And I'm I'm making a tapping motion with my thumb. Yeah. Right. So it's it's like it's just as if they're like, okay, let's pick the speed so that it's just slower than you just tapping your thumb so that if you want to shoot faster, right, or faster than this slow speed, you have to be constantly tapping your thumb, which is, which is to me, like, that's a completely BS type of action that a game is, should ask you to that engage That totally in. makes sense to me. Because it wants to give you the option of being better than the simple solution. It's like when you take simple if, controls in a game when you could take normal ones that's, and do that's, better. That's fine if it was like a like if it was like if you were always using a joystick. Okay, that's that's not as bad because it's easier to do that kind of rapid modulation in a joystick than than if you use your thumb on a joypad. Okay, but the other thing too is that it just it just forces the player to engage in this bizarro meta game of deciding like. You know, do I want to keep tapping my thumb in a very uncomfortable way? Because this activity is, at least for me, quite uncomfortable. I think everyone would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Or, right, just say, okay, I'm just not going to have three extra hits per second, and I'm just going to hold the button down. Yeah, right? but like, also when you're at the end of a level and you're fighting the big bad dude and you want to beat him faster, get more points than your buddy or something. Yeah, but it's it's terrible. Like, my the outcome of my game shouldn't be a function of how bu- fast I'm pressing the button. Like, that is not an interesting mechanic to me. That is a completely uninteresting mechanic. BioForge says that's the way the original played, and the only one that didn't was the third one. Mm, well, let's see. In the original one, you had a machine gun that was always continuous fire that you couldn't actually change the rate of fire. And then your original bullet uh, didn't auto-fire at all, right? So I, I think it's completely wrong. I think I agree with you. And also well, the the spread gun, for example, only allowed about two shots per screen. So you couldn't even modulate the button fast enough to get out more shots if you wanted to. Yeah. Is, is this I, a guy in our chat room? Yeah. Yeah. Can you stop making stuff up, please? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that you're right. But yeah. uh, I don't take kindly to people making stuff up. Yeah, that's. I, it's it's enough that I have to deal with that on the on these gar- garbage forums that I frequent now and then. <laughs> Man. We don't need it on the radio show. I, I don't want to get into details, but I was hanging out with Ara this weekend. And some people we're hanging out with take their their internet forums really seriously. Very serious. Really, really seriously. It, it is a serious business, as they say. It was a major point of conversation among the group. Yeah. And like I had no idea what they were talking about, and they just kept going. And it was, you know, I was the only one, so I had to keep my mouth shut and be like, "Yeah, no, totally." Forum yeah. activity is like road rage for nerds. I guess so, man. It, it, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why everything has to be so flippin' dramatic. But that's that's the way it is. 
someone's not got enough action in their life and they got to they got to fabricate the action on the the forum to make up for it i guess yeah, i don't know man i was just i was happy to not know what was going on cuz i did not care. you seemed quite interested i just because i was i had no idea what was going on and i wanted to try and wrap my head around it fair enough but like upon leaving i have I have no interest in learning more about that or being part of that world yeah happy to just Anyway, well, it was funny because one of them who hadn't seen that thread yet, like after spending like an hour reading it while we were playing poker, he was like, can I have the last 20 minutes of my life back? Yeah. So I believe he said two hours. Two hours. But, okay. Even better. But yeah. Uh, so Bioforge is trying to defend himself, just saying, well, you could press the button faster to shoot faster. Like, well, no, not, you were required to press the okay, button you know repeatedly. What? Otherwise, I, you wouldn't get another bullet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to repeat what I just said because that's, yeah. I don't think he understands the subtlety of your point. It's, it's very possible. Okay. As is as is the problem with forums. Anyway, yeah. So I uh, I've been playing. Did I, did I mention last week the Rito's Crash Course? Yes, you have. I think you I like did. the you like it. Yeah, and I want more people to challenge it's a good, me. It's a good food based game. It is. <laughs> it is a good food based game. I'm still loving it. Have you gone to play it yet? No. Did you know Doritos has MSG? No, but not, not a lot surprised. of people do that. Is that it why does. people get headaches afterwards? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't it's know why I think headaches. it's delicious. I love MSG, dude. I have MS. I have two bottles of MSG. I have only one bottle. Yeah, just loose in the house, I just definitely. ready. I mean, not it's, like as a scent. In, it's in the it's good time. Thing, but when I'm eating dinner, I'm like, doesn't taste good enough. Bring on the MSG. My wife will not let me use it in anything I cook. Really? Now I don't cook often, so that's not saying much. Does she think it's do, a neurotoxin? She decides that she gets headaches from it. Yeah. I'm like, really? You decide you you don't? No. Not everybody gets headaches just because of MSG. Yeah. But anyway, I would like to use it more, so I just sprinkle it on my own stuff. Anyway, but this isn't a food ingredient show. This is a video game show. No, but anyway, uh, Napalm Breakfast on, on the forum <laughs> says that uh, Crash Course is, well, he uses different words, but he thinks it's good. What he said converts to, that's cool. to good in the common vernacular. Um, so that's awesome. You should friend me so that I can I can beat you at it, because I will totally beat you. But you need to get on there. Do you? You don't even have gold on Xbox Live anymore. Absolutely do you? not. I don't. So you probably need it to play the game. But um, or certainly you need it to share your score with me. Man. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Gold is pricey these days. It is. But do you know, you, do can, you think you, you can think, find a card on Amazon or something. Buy.com just had it for thirty-five dollars yesterday. You think I got where I am in life by buying uh, gold subscriptions at every opportunity? They had a, go- a year gold subscription for thirty-five dollars yesterday. Yeah. Crap. I bought the gold subscription once, and I probably used about uh, thirty cents worth of it. It's just so. part of it's part of being in the scene. Yeah, you have is. to be on there. I'll be in a different scene. Right. It's it's an expensive scene. I don't. I feel like they're manipulating me. I don't like the the way they do business. It's. I want to ask our listeners: Are there any free games that don't suck on the PlayStation Network? Right? Because I know of some adver games like Doritos and stuff, Doritos Crash Course, which, by the way, has question. no advertisement anywhere for Doritos. That's nice. Like, even within the game's backgrounds while you're playing, nothing. Yeah. It amazes me. Like, the only thing that says Doritos is the title of the game. When you pick it in your dashboard, yeah. you pick the Doritos Crash Course game, and there's probably a mention of Doritos, a logo, like when you start the game. Right? That's there's, smart. I, I'm impressed. Nothing about Doritos. I'm I would have expected a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and there's no crunchy sound effects during the game. Nothing. Yeah. Just... A fun game. That's good. That That's makes me think be. I'm playing a game show. Speaking of advertisements, did you know that? Um, so, up until relatively recently, right? There's been like these companies trying to do like in-game dynamic advertisements. 
Uh-huh. They're like all going bankrupt. It's not a viable business model. Didn't Microsoft buy one for like half a billion dollars? Yeah, and they're shutting it down. Basically, yeah, too bad for them, man. But you know, it's good, started it's good for us because we don't we don't uh, we don't need to see dynamic advertising. So EA is games. probably the the number one in game advertising company just by virtue of their sports games. Probably have real estate. So, all right, we'll be right back. I can't believe we're three segments in already. How did, it, it how really did that blows happen? by fast. Uh, like a minute uh-huh. ago, we were just starting the show. What well, happened? Well, a minute ago, I was talking about Doritos Crash Course. And let me tell you, by the way, uh, I suggested that, that Napalm Breakfast in our in our chat should uh, should get online and play so that I can kick his ass. Right. And is he, he afraid of you? He explained that he on Xbox Live is Kool-Aid Mick. Or Kool-Aid Mick, excuse me. Right. And Kool-Aid Mick is always already a friend with me. And although I do have a higher or a better time than him on some levels, he has some amazing times that I quite possibly will never beat. And it's very frustrating to think that... Wait, do you know this already, or he's just telling you that he has amazing times? Oh, I know, times? I know, I know that Kool-Aid Mick has some amazing times, because I've stared at that name so are you over not, and over and over. So are you not going to step up to the challenge? I, w- I would love to challenge, but uh, but damn. Like, he's... There, there's an achievement in the game, get get better than a minute 40 in Japan level 4, which is the second to last level in the game. And he has a minute 33, if I remember correctly, you know, and change. Yeah. And I have like 216. So That's a I, big difference. I have to shave off yeah. like a good 48 seconds or something like that. Clearly, you have no choice but to take the rest of the week off and do nothing but play this game. Yeah, maybe 43 seconds. I don't know. I, I don't know how he did it. Like, I don't see where I have the opportunity to shave off that much time. But anyway, um, so maybe not him, but for the other people, other people who want to play against me, I will totally rock you. So Alon, Alon is welcoming all challengers who are worse than him. <laughs> well, I would I would also challenge uh, Napalm, otherwise known as Kool-Aid Mech. I would just lose. Right. So when, when my suggestion is that I will play you to kick your ass... That claim goes out to everyone that's not him. No, but fair enough. I mean, what you really mean is you want somebody who's competitive for you, not totally. I definitely challenge him to go beat my times on the levels where I'm the winner. Well, that's fair, too. Right. All right, so we got like what, like 10 minutes left or something? Well, nine after I mentioned UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. Indeed. Yeah, you should go there. You know, it used to be called the University of Advancing Computer Technology. Uh-huh. Changed the name. You, you, UACT. Act, you act. Yeah, but now it's just Now UAT. it's UAT. Yeah, so go there. All right. All right, so what do you want to talk? We got last, one more segment. I know it's Gran Turismo 5. All right, this is, this is uh, I, and I know how much you love Gran Turismo 5. I just, I don't know if anyone wants to hear now, more about Gran Turismo I'm 5. I'm actually, I, I really want us, I really want people to, if they have an opinion about this or they have some insight into this, Please email us and explain this to me. Um, I, I frequent. There's a big forum. I'm not going to tell you which one, but there's a big forum out there about the game, and I frequent it. And it is it's filled with people who are constantly complaining about all kinds of things in the game. And there's one specific aspect that I want to talk about here, and that aspect is uh, basically people using exploits or unconventional methods to obtain vehicles in the game. That's it. 
Now, the same thing happened with Forza. Let me break down the situation to you, right? This is exact same thing happened with Forza that happened here, where there are a selection of extremely high-priced cars in the game, okay? And at the rate that you accrue cash in this game, it is slow enough that, let's say, in the space of several months, you will probably not earn enough money to earn more than, let's say, two or three or four of these very highly prized vehicles. Okay? Does that make sense to you, Alon? Uh, yes. You're saying that you have to play for ridiculous amounts of time yeah. to get the cars. Now, there there is a large contingent of people who's basically decided, um, hey, I want to use these cars, and I don't have the resources to do it yet. So it, there just so happens to be a variety of exploits that I can use in order to obtain these vehicles, right? And so, so that's what they do. I just last time we talked about exploits in this game, yeah. I did not agree that it was an exploit. Right. So I want to hear from you what exactly qualifies as an exploit. I really don't want to go down that road, but just to entertain you, I will. Okay. Thank okay. You. And th- this exploit is doing things like, but I need you to actually like look at me and actually give me your attention. I, I'm just chatting in the chat room. Okay. okay. I know, but I'm I'm the kind of guy who needs attention. I'm very attention starved. Okay. So. One of the ways is basically what people do is they they tape uh they tape the controller in various ways or they wrap rubber bands around the controller so and and they basically like get get the game into a state where it'll basically automatically play races for them and they just use a fast enough car and like an oval track for example so that uh with the controller taped with buttons taped down in this manner it will basically auto grind then you'll get as much as you want. That's one exploit. But don't you have to tell it to play after it's finished one race? You right. Well, appa- apparently... We, Auto fire or something? In the way that you depress forcibly with the rubber bands, etc., all these buttons, it, it will work in some way. And it will just auto-grind forever. Okay. Okay, so that's one exploit. Another exploit is that um, basically people set up multiple accounts, and there is a gifting system that people have uh, basically co-opted and used as a trading system, but they've also um, used a a strategic combination of uh, having multiple accounts. Some people have like 16 accounts on the same machine. And basically um, gifting things and then resetting in a manner so that the gift is not recorded, and so you basically duplicate cars. Okay. Okay. Do you think that's an exploit? So they gift and then disconnect? They, they, I mean, without getting into the details, because I don't know the exact details, I just know the results of the process. They basically, they use multiple accounts and they use a strategic timing of resetting the console to duplicate cars. Strategic timing, I say, is an exploit. Okay, so both of these are exploits, right? Now, it has been, it's, it's interesting because Sony has taken measures to uh, stop, maybe not this exact thing, but to stop uh, other things that basically overlap with this kind of activity and everybody is incredibly angry basically one thing they did for example is there's a restriction that you can only gift one car per day so people are very angry that for example if you have like two accounts on one machine only one of those is allowed to do one gift per day right because it's it's on a per console basis that this restriction is another thing is they actually recently introduced an wow a restriction that says that if the car is over a million dollars, like starting in two days, um, you can't gift that car. 
anymore, right? So it basically will stop any level of trading or duplicating of $1 million plus cars. That's interesting. And, and people, people are incredibly angry about this. And, and they're like, you know, these are my cars. I should be able to get my cars when I want. They're in the game. And here's, here's my perspective, right? Like, I don't care if you use exploits. I really don't. But what kind of game are you playing if your main goal is to collect all the cars in the game? Like, I've been playing the game, and I really enjoy driving in the game, right? And I have not gotten to, like, people complain. They're like, okay, there's all these high-priced cars. I can't get all these high-priced cars unless I do insane grinding or exploits. And so, therefore, the game sucks because I have to do grinding to get to this point, right? Now, I enjoy playing the game. I've never had to once engage in any activity where I'm basically just doing it just to get a car, right? Like, I'm, the racing is really compelling, right? And I find it really interesting that all these other people are engaged. It's like, you know what this is like? This is like the Chris Hecker thing that he was talking about, right? About getting rewarded and having rewards actually decrease your involvement in the game and your enjoyment of the game. Because these people, this it's like there are a whole bunch of people that are collecting cars for the purpose of collecting cars, and they're playing the collecting car game, right? Which to an extent is a valid game to play, right? But it's like, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I'm a little befuddled. It's like, this... This is a great driving game, right? Like, why are you playing and putting all of this effort into doing all of these things in order to collect cars when driving them is a million times more interesting? Yeah, I mean, different people's different people are triggered. Like, they have different triggers for uh, enjoyment. Oh, sure, for, sure. So, but here's the interesting thing, right? I think that as a consequence of the fact that there is a huge roster of cars and lots of things to collect, and because of the way that cars are dispensed, I think it actually compels people to collect cars and engage in that game at the exclusion of actually playing the driving part of the game. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm curious why Sony would care so much to... You know, well, well, make it so you can't trade more. Well, these patches, okay, there was incidents on eBay. People were trying starting to sell cars on eBay. Oh, right? Seriously? Yes. And <laughs> I, th- I think that this is a direct response to curtail that. And then the other negative things that people don't like about it is simply a side effect. That's interesting. I mean, so you could still sell them on eBay, I suppose. Just not very often. Just not, just not the highly desirable ones, right? Because the $1 million plus oh, ones you, are, you the won't ones, be able to gift. are the ones oh. everyone wants, right? Yeah. Well, so that's interesting, actually, just to stop the secondary economy. But here, here's the thing, right? Like, oh, man, I can't believe we're coming up on it. There's People are like, oh, I have a child. I don't have time to invest in the game. I just want the cars right away. I'm like, you don't have to play it religiously, right? Like, I would love to have a game that would last me a year, and I could play it once in a while, and there's still new content for me to explore. Not everybody would like that. Though. I would love that. Some people just want to see their fast car. That's what they want. They just want to and see the. They just want to see the end. Consume and it's over. Yeah. All right. Well, just end like of the show. show. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week. Well, right. Ara will be. I won't. All right. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.